up, Tari? Welcome to another episode of Open the Iris on the Infinite Potato Alliance Network. I'm Ro, and with me is Rick. What's going on, Rick? Uh, there's this guy that I think we know who is living in my uh, kitchen. <laughs> living in your kitchen, huh? Yeah, his name's Tyler or Taylor or something. Are, are you sure it's not Orlin? Or wait, who's the last guy from the other episode? That <laughs> oh, yeah. the guy from Boondock yeah. Saints. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, guys, we're here talking about season five, episode four, "The Fifth Man," air date July twentieth, two thousand one, written by Joseph Maluzzi and Paul Mully, and directed by the one and only Peter DeLuise. Uh, ranking a seven point seven on IMDb. So let's get to it. Ooh. Okay. We start off on planet P7S-441 with blasts going off. Pew, pew, pew. SG-1, Carter, Tilk, and Jackson are under fire from several Jaffa warriors as they arrive to the Stargate to get the fuck out the planet. Carter radios O'Neill for his location. O'Neill states he's going to stay behind with a new team member, Lieutenant Tyler. With Lieutenant Tyler. O'Neill tells Carter to go back home to get reinforcements. The three go through the Stargate, they arrive at SG Command, informing General Hammond of what's going on, and that Lieutenant Tyler is injured, and they wish to go to a team to go back to rescue. Hammond goes, Tyler who? Team is like, you know Tyler. Hammond's like, um, yeah, no idea, there is no Lieutenant Tyler. Roll opening credits. So, we open back, um, and Hammond is laying down his authority, telling SG-1, there is no Lieutenant Tyler, what are you smoking? While a team emphatically states he exists and Jack's in trouble. Hammond tells them to report to Dr. Frazier for tests and has the welcome wagon draw their weapons on the team after Carter demands that they're going back. Whew, it was tense, very tense. Back on the planet, O'Neill's hunkered down with an injured Lieutenant Tyler. You know Lieutenant Tyler, that guy we all know and love. <laughs> O'Neill sees Jaffa approach. O'Neill and Tyler move to get away. They find shelter at an old demolished stone structure. O'Neill asks Tyler how he's doing and sees his injured leg. O'Neill says Carter and reinforcements should arrive soon. In a surprised tone, Tyler tells O'Neill he could have left him, but he came back for him and is grateful. On SGC, Dr. Fraser reports to Hammond that her preliminary preliminary exams are all normal and pending additional test results. They then try to figure out how and why SG-1 believe in this Lieutenant Tyler. They both agree on quarantining them for now, and Hammond states that he cannot send a rescue team yet because he doesn't understand what's going on and he doesn't want to compromise any other soldiers if SG-1 is infected with something. For now, they're just going to go ahead and send them out. In the infirmary, Carter is super mad, and she expresses her concern about O'Neill being left behind. The three then speculate on the issue of Lieutenant Tyler, alternate universes, amnesia, yada yada, and talking about previous episodes. They then go to the computer, because that's where it is. Carter's access is revoked, but does some hacky shit into the database um, (laughs) of everything, and didn't find any record of any Tyler whatsoever. The team starts to think that there's something that's wrong with them, but it doesn't stop the fact that O'Neill needs help. Carter discovers a mysterious user, 4574, has been looking through the SGC files of all of their past missions of the team. On the planet, O'Neill counts up ammo, newsflash, it's not a lot. Asks Tyler where his weapon is, Tyler's like says he lost it, and when he got hit, O'Neill states they're really low on supplies, so he's off to look for water and gives Tyler a weapon. Tyler... A subordinate somehow questions O'Neill about whether where are the reinforcements and how does O'Neill really know people are going to come help. O'Neill suspects something happened to delay the reinforcements and tells Tyler that we don't leave men behind and he should have known that. 
Unknown goes out for supplies. Tyler puts his weapon down next to the rest of the MREs, Mills ready to eat, and that the camera took its sweet time zooming in and noting that they were made in Tyler, Texas. <gasps> <laughs> at Stargate Command, <laughs> they open the Stargate to the planet, and they send a second map. Uh, and they, they send out a map. The second, one, the other one was destroyed. So they launch a UAV to search for O'Neill and, and the mysterious Lieutenant Tyler. On the planet, the UAV radios O'Neill to where O'Neill states that they need help, and Tyler is injured, and they're Jaffa all over. The signal is immediate lo- immediately lost. Hammond states that there's a possibility that O'Neill is also hallucinating. Sergeant Harriman suggests a second UAV, but in comes Colonel Q. I mean, Frank Simmons from the last episode stating, I don't think so. Those things aren't cheap. So if you recall, Colonel Frank Simmons is from the Pentagon, and he tells Hammond he's here to investigate SG-1 and a security problem. Hammond states he's working on it. Simmons states that an independent investigation needs to be done and that he can use the right phone but not depend on it too much. Simmons then proceeds with an investigation by question by first questioning Jackson. Jackson's like, I filed a report. Did you read the report? Simmons is skeptical. Skimmin sh- skimmin- skimmins. <laughs> Simmons shows pictures of a team in the last briefing room before they embark on a planet without a Lieutenant Tyler. Simmons continues to grill Jackson, but then brings up Dr. Sarah Gardner, Jackson's old flame from season four, episode 13, The Curse, where she ends up being possessed by the gold Osiris and escapes. Jackson like is like, why are you bringing up old shit that has nothing to do with what's going on right now? Simmons like, I'm investigating you all for possible vulnerabilities as people who work for SG-1. Jackson's not happy. And, you know, this is an episode of not happy people. <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of angriness. In the infirmary, they are packing up SG-1's clothes that were brought back from the planet. And Dr. Frazier notices some sort of strange residue orangish powder coming from there and has to analyze she then has a flashback of seeing Lieutenant Tyler and is bewildered. She later goes to Carter asking about Lieutenant Tyler and what he looks like, and Carter describes the same exact person that she saw. They are both perplexed. Dr. Frazier says, like, I gotta report this. But Carter's like, no, 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 don't do it. Hold off. Because if you've been in the quarantine, you, we need to do some more investigation. So Dr. Frazier's like, okay, but I'll get in trouble. In Hammond's office, he goes to the red phone. And starts a phone investigation montage of him making several calls to find out who the fuck Simmons is, who pulls the strings to only end with, they'll have to get back to him. Some red phone. Mm-hmm. Back on the planet, it's nighttime. Crickets are chirping. O'Neill and Tyler shoot the breeze. O'Neill asks where Tyler's from, and he says, Texas. Tyler asks, what the next, what's the next step? Oh, actually, no. And then, like, O'Neill's like, I'm from Minnesota. You know, that's what all the Jaffa want, to go fishing. And they talk about fishing. And then Tyler's like, what's good to, what, what are we going to do next? O'Neill's like, we need to get to higher ground, thinking that the Jaffa will lose interest. But Tyler gives an odd comment. They will never stop hunting us. With a long look in his eyes, gazing off. As I get command... Simmons is now questioning Tilk, commenting on his recent betrayal, which was really brainwashing, if you recall earlier this season. Tilk states he's loyal to the Tauri. Simmons questions it, and Tilk answers that if he was still loyal to the gold, he would not hesitate to kill him right there and then, only to make Simmons crap his pants. <laughs> it's now morning on the planet, and the gold glider sees the ruins and O'Neill and Tyler that they're hiding in. It turns around to attack, only to have O'Neill blast it with a grenade launcher, crashing into the hillside. Tyler still can't move, so O'Neill begins setting up defenses. It's now Carter's time for questioning, and Carter just brings up Carter brings up O'Neill. Simmons reveals that he isn't fond of SG-1 at all. Big surprise. 
accusing, you know, Daniel of sympathizing with ones that have been taken as hosts by the gold, tilt changing loyalties, and also qu- questioning Sam judgment due her to her encounter with Orlin hosting the Ghoul Wold and all that fun stuff that happened in the past. Carter's like, oh snap, you're that user 4574 trying to find dirt. Who are you getting orders from? And Sam responds, this interview is over. In the, in the infirmary, Hammond goes to see Dr. Frazier, Dr. Frazier examining the clothing, um, basically giving her report and states that she um, she's coming in contact with the alien powder, giving her a brief memory, Lieutenant Tyler, but the powder is similar to the, um, a neurotransmitter, acetylcholine, which basically, uh, makes you believe something or hallucinates, and she basically concludes that that's what caused the false memories of SG-1, and she determines the effects of the powder, um, doesn't last long, and thinks that it's a good time to go get O'Neill, even though Simmons like, no. Later, Simmons is, uh, alone with Hammond, and is like, I'm here to bring you down. And important serious problems with the SEC, basically thinking Hammond's compromised, and Hammond's like, bring it. Get the fuck off my base. <laughs> On the planet, we see O'Neill preparing all sorts of defenses and traps. He hands Tyler a gun again, and Tyler tells O'Neill he can't let him do this, you know, can't let him fight to save his life. He then confesses to O'Neill that he's actually a whole other species called the Riol, and um, literally says his name is Kaiye. And reveals his true form, which kind of like ghost-like and skeletal-like, but soft. It, it's weird. Um, <laughs> he then tells O'Neill that his race was captured by the Gullwool to learn how their power defense mechanism it, you, uh, works. Because it creates a chemical to give people false memories to be believable to those exposed. O'Neill, either convinced or not, is concerned about the 15 Jaffa that are coming to the ruins to come get them. They then come under fire uh, with O'Neill going through all the weapons and use of all the traps, but the Jaffa still overwhelms them. And then come to the rescue, Carter, Jackson, and Till come in and blast in Jaffa, Zack guns and other guns blazing. And they manage to arrive in time, of course, and they finish off the Jaffa attacking them. Uh, Kaiye further tells O'Neill about their race and his plans to be reunited with them on a relocated settlement. As they arrive to the Stargate, they see it's heavily, I mean heavily guarded by Jaffa, like 20 plus easily. Uh, if not 30. Tyler then wants to give himself up, but of course, they ain't having any of that. Um, so Daniel stays with Tyler while the others go retrieve like the, like weapons from the Death Glider that O'Neill previously shot down. Um, Kaiye slash Tyler, you know, he still feels responsible for everything that's coming to SG-1's, you know, troubles. He then stuns Daniel with his at gun and flees into the woods to lead the Jaffa away from the gate, but then is easily captured. Um, so then the Jaffa are leading Kaiye to Tyler to the gate, and then all of a sudden SG-1 comes ambushes them, killing all the remaining Jaffa at the gate with guns blazing and tilting down a new Zat Gatling laser cannon, blasting them all to oblivion. Um, in the end, Kaiye thanks them with their help and tells them that his people will more likely bury the Stargate, but he will definitely tell them of their stories in hopes that, you know, they can have another alliance well, with another race. But yeah. And end credits. <laughs> yeah, Teal with the uh, with the, the the death glider cannon was rather impressive. It was fun. <laughs> Apparently, this is the highest death count of uh, in any episode I think of SG One from what I read, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny. I didn't really count, but whatever. That's all. Yeah, but you know that gun was great. But this this episode was a complete build up. A basically, as you said, like from the previous episode, more of like Simmons versus Hammond and just basically seeing how he's just going to try to fuck with us Stargate command. So, but it was still fun. Uh, we got a new race. Um, apparently we're going to see a little bit more kind of related to it. I think this season, 
um, from what I kind of quickly read about, but not try to get too spoiled about. But yeah. Well, I liked how this at the at the beginning it felt like oh Jesus, here we are in another alternate reality, or or they're <laughs> they're not really SG one again or something like that. But it wasn't. It was something yeah. completely different. And and I I kind of I. I, I can appreciate a fake out like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't. I, I honestly didn't know. I mean, because like they even mentioned all the previous episodes, like you know the alternate reality um, and things like that. So it's just the the thing is now, like pretty much the SG ones, like anything is plausible, but we'll go ahead and like investigate the facts, like you know, because like all the craziness has already happened to them. But no, yeah, having a new race and just seeing how that goes. And the thing is. O'Neill knew. O'Neill knew something was up the entire time. You can tell from the small cues. I could you tell? Uh no. Yeah, the way he was questioning him. If you watch it, if you watch it, you can tell like how he questions them. Cause the thing is, he Tyler is technically subordinate, and him constantly questioning O'Neill, like O'Neill knows that that is a thing. Like you don't question, and just kind of like how like their small conversations and things like that. So it would just seem that you know Tyler wasn't really. I don't know. He Tyler can only do so much to pretend that he was human, but I think O'Neill definitely had a gist of this person is not who we say he is, or like there's something up. I, I that that is my thoughts and my beliefs. I can't, I don't remember the exact cues, but if you watch it, you'll be like, oh, that he doesn't, he feels like he's not, you know, truly. I don't know. There's, you can just feel like there's something off. Like, like I don't, it's really nuanced. So yeah, like, no, I, I don't disagree. I just didn't catch it. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it, it may be after that first exchange where, you know, O'Neill's like, uh, don't don't get killed because the paperwork sucks. And Tyler was like, I, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's they, a joke. Yeah, there's <laughs> like Spock lighting up. Yeah, like there's like small little, little things. But yeah, but um, no, this is a good episode. A little bit of something from everybody. Um, Like is definitely just like the buildup of pretty much Simmons showing showing his cards first of what he's going to do to the to the team and that was definitely not over so i mean are we going to see another hammond relinquishing his power again i don't i don't think so like you know when they uh previously were threatening his grandchildren but um at least he, you know he's fighting guns blazing too so it'll be interesting to see how this goes and who really is at the head of this but i think it's going to be I don't think it's like a new faction or anything. I still think it's the same, like, you know, that senator guy and all them just trying... Kinsey. Yeah, Kinsey. Trying to, like, mess... Like, you know, just either be informed or, like, exploit whatever. And I don't know if we're going to see that other guy. You know, the guy who uh, now defected or... Oh, I forget his name. Oh, um... um Jesus. It, I know who you're talking about. Colonel yeah. Mayborn. Yeah. Maybe yeah, Maybe oh, so oh, we have not seen the last of Maybe. Oh, I know we have not but I'm not. I'm not sure if this is kind of involved with it, like or the Shadow Organization. I don't know, but um, we'll we'll definitely see more. But it's just kind of interesting how it is basically back to back. You have Simmons, like you know, so it's just like, huh? Like normally they kind of don't. I don't know if they really do that, but it it does seem like okay, this is serious. Simmons is going to be ongoing, but that makes sense that you would have the back to back show that this is going to be a standard character for this season he is he is one of the problems and we'll see how the team overcomes it so i'm here for it i can neither confirm nor (laughs) uh, deny your suspicions um 
And that's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I really don't know what happens at all. Like, I, I mean, I vaguely get clues here and there that something happens down the road. Like, we're not going to have a certain character on the series anymore. And I'm just like, oh, okay. But that makes sense. Because, again, this is season five. And, like, like, like I was, like, saying previously, uh, I think on the season premiere episode, that, like, you know, TV shows have changed the way, like, they do things now. Like, you don't have... I mean, a series lasts around five to, like, seven seasons, and that's a good thing, in my opinion. But at the same time, there are some some shows that can go on for... It's not a bad thing to go on forever, but also... Simpsons has been on for a long time, and that's a little bit too long, in my opinion, but I don't watch it anymore, so whatever. But I'm just saying... Yeah, that they're, just... they're pushing, like, 25 years now or something like that. Lord. <laughs> or more than that. Yeah, I've, I haven't watched it in at least two decades, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, SG-1 got 10 seasons, and uh, and I, normally I agree with you. You know, a lot of times, like, you know, MASH is one of my all-time favorite non-Star Trek shows. Mm-hmm. And even I was like, you know, it's time to pack it up when they when they find, you know, 11 seasons was probably one season too many, mm-hmm. um, one or two. Uh, but with SG-1, I was sad when they wrapped it up. Oh, really? Uh, you know, by the time they get to the end, it's it's a very different show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't. You know, I I would like to hope we'll make it to season ten, but that's you know, <laughs> we're we're only halfway there right now. So I'm I'm not going to say you know what's you know whether we'll make it or not. It's certainly mm-hmm. the goal. That's the um, goal. And we're not going to be uh, rushing. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, no, we no. have a lot. Of, we have shit to do. Yeah, <laughs> I got a lot. Um, you know, if nothing else, I hope we make it to, to episode 100 because episode 100 is one of the greatest hundredth episodes of any TV show ever. What episode is this? What number is this? Ep- uh, 100. Oh, where are we on now? Um, what episode is this? Well, this is 504. Do they? We're we're getting close there. We should be there towards like that. That's this season. Oh wait, no, no, no. It's episode 200. I'm thinking of. Oh, 200, Lord. 200. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be in, like, season 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no guarantees there. <laughs> yes, to, uh, episode 200 is, yeah, you're, it, that, and it's... Never mind. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's a, a, a joy to behold. Yeah, um, this is, like, the first and only time we're going to be seeing Lieutenant Tyler, but we'll know more about the race, right? Of, like, the real... I honestly don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, You know... That, you know what's weird about this episode is there's very little trivia out there about it. Yeah, well, there's not a lot. Go- I mean, there's there's stuff going on, but it's just I th- like I said, this is just more of the buildup of basically showing you know the the adversity, the new adversity that they have to face, which is now Simmons. Simmons knows their dirt, and he's going to you know exploit it and try to do whatever to like either stop what they're doing or like have a new command to, to whatever to whatever agenda that he has to follow and but yeah i'll i'm just gonna go ahead and call the senator i don't think it's any other people other than well okay is the senator part of that shadow organization that created the other stargate um to be frank i can't remember okay I um i think i could be wrong and i'm not gonna look it up because i don't want to spoil um i think we're done with kinsey I don't okay. think Ronnie Cox is coming back. Okay. Um, so then this is Shadow Organization. But uh, um, I love I love it when 
PSG team are openly hostile to some some dude in a suit. Oh yeah, <laughs> the interviews were brilliant. They I were mean, basically just fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and Teal'c was like fuck you, and I'll kill you, fuck you. <laughs> pretty much, it's just like we've been through some shit. We've saved this planet countless times. Leave me the fuck alone. Don't tell me about protocol because if we follow protocol, we'd all be dead. So like kiss my ass. That's that's mm-hmm. good times. So yeah, we'll see what the next episode brings. But yeah, nothing else much to really talk about. Well, there's there's normally oh. I don't mess with the worry about the goofs in the episodes because if you like read the goof lists on any of these these things, uh-huh. it's always really stupid nitpicky shit. But one of the there, there was a big goof in this episode and it stood yeah. out to me when they sent the second map through and and they called out SG Niner. Do you read us? And I was like, because mm-hmm. that's. It's SG1, not SG9. <laughs> oh, I, I was not paying attention to that. I was just like, eh, whatever, it's not going to work. So we'll go from there. But yeah, fun episode, worth a watch, you know, just to see how, just to see Simmons crap his pants from, mm-hmm. and also Tilk with a, with a awesome weapon. <laughs> yeah. And, and we got to see, you know, Dr. Frazier doing something other than checking somebody's tonsils. I always, I always like seeing her get more to do. <laughs> you and Dr. Fraser. <laughs> I, I hate him. I just think it's funny. It's, it, it amuses me. But uh, I, well, I, I I think that's about it for this one. Yeah. There's not oh, there's not a whole lot of layers oh, to this one. <laughs> what's your favorite quote? Oh, uh, my favorite quote is I just had it here. Um, I think I actually said it. Uh, oh yeah, when when Tyler and O'Neill. Uh, Tyler says, Colonel, you could have made it to the gate. You came God back. Damn it. That's mine, oh, too. O'Neill <laughs> says, what's your point? I guess I'm grateful. Well, I wasn't going to let you die, Lieutenant. It's like a ton of paperwork. Paperwork? paperwork? It's a joke. It's my way of deflecting attention yeah. from my own from my own obvious heroism. You'll get used to it. Yeah, it's the whole paperwork thing. Like, no, like that's legit. That's le- he's, I, I, He honestly is also legit serious there, too. Mm-hmm. Paperwork sucks. Paperwork sucks. Paperwork sucks, especially in a federal agency. Oh my God, paperwork sucks, and no one wants to do that. But once again, we have the same favorite quote. I mean, there's some pretty good quotes. Like in the entire interview with Simmons, there's 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 good quotes there too. So, um, but yeah, but no, well, the stuff. other one I was gonna pick, you you read in your in the uh, in in the synopsis with the, the about the fishing. Oh yeah, this is like, and the, and then they he also and yeah, basically, uh, riot. Kaya ends like maybe we'll go fishing and they're like oh yeah fishing but oh by the way congratulations and way to go on saying his his actual name because I heard it and I was like I'm not even gonna try <laughs> it's not that hard it's not that hard at all you just gotta look, look at if you like see how it's spelled it's like K A I A E L and then how he says it it's just basically there's an, I mean, I've seen a lot of languages where the where the a i a is like there's like a it's a y-ish sound, so mm-hmm. it's not too bad. I, I mean, oh, you, so you watched I, it with subtitles on? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, good episode. But other than that, I think we're good to go, man. Right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, so, folks, if you want to get in touch with us, um, we're still the the uh, the uh, open the iris or at open the iris on Twitter is the best way. Uh, I still check it out daily, so if you want to say anything to us, that's a good place to do it. Um, I haven't got us an outro for the new network yet, so. Uh, but I <laughs> we also have an email that I believe is uh, openthe iris at gmail.com. I'll have to check that. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever emails us. Just so. look forward to it. Hey, man, it's it's going to happen. Twitter's easier to use anyways. It's like, it's not a big deal. But thanks for listening, listeners. We appreciate you all. Uh, but thank you, Rick, as always. My pleasure. Thank you. And see you guys later and close the iris. <laughs>